Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Set to Hines, and Braley a couple of passes wide, and now Moylan and Tabakai after a minute and a half. Over they go. 22. He points to Brooks. It's Brooks. It's a field goal. It's Luke Brooks this time. And they are back-to-back winners, the Wests Tigers. Walker now over the halfway, Walker to the 30. Back on the inside of Tupo. Ball over the top. He's offside. Is he offside? got the ball. I don't think it was touched by Ravalawa. Oh, wow. The Dragons are going to win the Anzac Cup. It's an epic pass on Anzac Day. So he comes back to the middle of the cheese, dumps it off for King. Now Azimah Solomona puts up a kick, not a bad one! Oh, comes down with it! Nelson Azimah Solomona, the front rower, puts up one of the bombs of the season. Yes, just one of those tries uh, to Ryan Pappenhausen and co, his teammates. I think they scored 13. Last night, uh, some great highlights from Anzac round, round seven of the NRL. Welcome, Scotty Sattler. Badge and Sats here with you on this Tuesday night. It was a massive weekend, wasn't it, uh, Rugby League? Started way back on Thursday with that uh, Sharks win over Manly. Went out to a 32-0 lead and, uh, yeah, set the precedence for what was a very emotional weekend. Um, all topped off by that that win by the Storm over the Warriors last night, which uh, I never thought we'd see a score like that ever again after Melbourne beat the Dragons back, I think it was in 2000, exactly the same score line. So, yeah, it was a huge weekend. Yeah, yeah, huge what? weekend. Huge, um, and we're going to uh, run through a fair bit of that throughout uh, tonight. Of course, short week for us. Hope everyone had a, a great long weekend and uh, a very nice Anzac Day. So, so many uh, wonderful ceremonies, very, very Respectful. Don't forget as well, Queensland's Premier Rugby League comp, the host plus cup is back bigger and better than ever in 2022. Um, this is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. When we come back after the break, Sats, uh, Warriors coach Nathan Brown, some pretty harsh words about his team after that after that smashing the other night. And, uh, and Wayne Bennett prepared to fork out some big bucks for one of the competition's best. We'll be back soon. Sports Day. 
Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, NRL news time for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. And uh, Storm fullback Ryan Pappenhausen and his teammates, outstanding in that 70-10 to 10 win over the Warriors. He got the, uh, the spirit of Anzac medal, so... Congratulations to him, and of course Benny Hunt did this. Well, he got the medal for the for he, the Dragons. He was the, amazing, the Rocky boy. I know you're a, you're a huge fan of Benny Hunt, and, and so am I. You've always thought he's a probably primarily at the back end of his career more a hooker badge than a mm. halfback. But I tell you what, his competitive nature. It doesn't matter what position he would play in. He's always in the game. The forty twenty, which was a huge play in the context of the of the afternoon yeah, when the right. Roosters were they were coming home over the top of the Dragons. He actually didn't aim for a 40-20. He just wanted to get the kick away and then didn't realise it was a 40-20 <laughs> by the time he got back to his feet. So, yeah, it was a, a great performance. It was a beauty. Now, of course, um, Warriors coach Nathan Brown wasn't happy. Let's have a well some pretty heavy words after that loss. Let's have a listen. Some people did, yeah. I've got no doubt at all. I've been in this game a long time and it's disappointing to actually sit here and say that, but some people looked for the easiest, easiest way out they could and that's sad. You know, I, I think if he had his time again, I, I may be wrong, Badge, but um, I think you can't sugarcoat a loss of that nature, 7 no. out of 10. It's embarrassing as it is. But I think when you're highly emotional straight after the game and going to the press conference, you can still you can still feel as though that um, that you want a little bit more time to be able to, to, be able to choose your words correctly. I, I feel as though that, even though you can't sugarcoat it, there's a lot of things you probably don't say publicly. And I think saying some of your players gave up isn't the right message. He did say some of them were still having a big yeah, go absolutely. all the way. So, you know, it's not like he said they all gave up. And the players now can have a good look at themselves and go, which one, which which camp was I in? And some of the Jazz Tavanga and you and Aiken, some of those players were out there having a, a crack the whole game. They just got lapped, though. They got lapped and it was yeah, uh, there's a very ugly. There's a difference between giving up and being completely outclassed. Yeah, Completely out. It was probably class. more so that wasn't absolutely the it was. So I, I don't know. I, there might be some. There may be some fallback in relation to some of the players who may feel as though that the the bone is being pointed at them. I'm not sure, but it'd be interesting. Good win by the uh, the Broncos. Although you know their third win of the year. Two of those have been against the Bulldogs. But you know that's you, you can only beat what's in front of you. The Gold Coast Titans very disappointing. And David Fafita switched to centre. We always find ourselves talking about David Fafita when the Gold Coast uh, team doesn't perform. What did you make of that against the Cowboys? Oh, I thought the game was pretty ordinary badge uh, from not only Dave but a lot of his teammates. I found the move from Justin Holbrook interesting to moving to the centres at the start of the game and be able to play that card so the opposition knew that that was going to happen. And and up against Val Holmes, who was a a world-class outside back, was always going to be risky. Um, Justin Holbrook, when asked after the game, said, Wilson, we're, we're losing. We've got to try something. And it didn't work. I do you like see, he's, does he see what's happening with Talakai at the Sharks and well, think Dave Fafita can do this? The difference is Talakai is historically a centre. He was a centre at school. Was he? Right, and He's a centre okay. coming through junior he reps. He just grew into this big unit. Like he's always been a big role. unit. He's just been athletically brilliant growing up. So he knows the position both defensively and also in attack. And um, and he gave Morgan Harper an absolute bath last Thursday. It's different when you're a player that's never played in the centres at the NRL level and you're up against a world-class outside back like Val Holmes. 
and he put his hand up and said, I got it wrong. And I like that about Justin Holbrook. Yep. He's owned it. But I think, again, if you had to time over, you'd probably start David in the second row and maybe just drip feed him out there during the game. So it just flies under the radar. It's not something that is... And they prepared for it. They were ready for it, weren't exactly, they? Exactly, yeah. The, the Cowboys. Uh, Wayne Bennett says he's prepared to buy out Cameron Munster's entire $1.2 million um, Melbourne Storm deal. This is next year. Mm. In a bid to bring him to the Dolphins uh, what? next year. Wow. Well, that's, well, if he, he bought that out, that he, would be straight off their salary cap. He won't buy it out. Wayne no, won't buy no, it. No, but if the club The did, club will buy it. They, yeah. they would have to pay the full 1.2 for him. And, and that's fine. I but right. I don't know if that's enough for, for the Melbourne Storm. They're going to lose arguably their best player. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure they'd be happy to let, let him go. Badge, correct me if I'm wrong, but Wayne has historically been great at, at just throwing little tiny just lighting little campfires everywhere. Mm. He, did with, he did it with Tavita Pengai Jr. over the weekend. Oh, I'd, I'd sign him in a heartbeat. And now he – does he put doubt in Tavita Pengai Jr.'s mind about being at the Bulldogs? And does he look at going to the Dolphins now? Uh, he's still under contract. And then you've got Cam Munster who – Melbourne Storm historically have never let players go. They didn't let Josh Haddokar go. They're not going to let Cam Munster go, one of the best players in the, in the game. And on the back of that also, they're not going to release him – to a club that has already taken three of their players, but also their former recruitment manager in Pedro Sullivan. They'll just give you the middle finger. They'll say, yeah. go and get stuffed. Find your own players. I think you're right. And uh, before we get to the break, six clubs uh, won't be able to play at their home grounds for up to nine weeks next year. The uh, the Women's what? Football World Cup takes over mm. uh, mid-season and it'll be uh, Suncorp Stadium. Um, as well as uh, in Sydney, a core stadium, Leichhardt Oval, the football stadium, and down in Melbourne at uh, at Amy Park. It's a good as well. opportunity, but isn't it? Redcliffe's going to host a lot of games. The sunny coast, they'll be uh, yeah. Maybe maybe they'll take more games down to the Gold Coast. Good stadium, NRL like games in yeah. Mackay, and yeah, 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 good opportunity to, to go to some Absolutely. of those venues. Okay, better get to the break. Polaris has shiploads of vehicles arriving every month. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. Yes, uh, we caught up recently with, um, well, a bit of a star of the game, off the rails. He's uh, He's been in the headlines for the right and wrong reasons over the years, but he's a hell of a good guy, Sats. You've lined this one up. Uh, Toddy Carney. Uh, Todd, g'day. How you going? Really well, really well. And as I was saying to the listeners before we um, before we got you on the line, Toddy, one of the most naturally gifted players I, I think I've seen for a number of number of years. And you know, former Dally M winner, New South Wales State of Origin five eighth, played for Australia as well. You get to play for the Raiders as a seventeen year old. You're named Rookie of the Year that year. What can you remember about your debut? And did you think you were ready as a seventeen year old? Looking back now. Oh, looking back now, Sats probably not. Um, Definitely, obviously, I can remember my first game. I come up against uh, the Bulldogs. Uh, I think it was round 14, and I started on the bench. And went on um, when I got on, Willie Mason made it known that he was coming at me all night. So <laughs> I, I couldn't forget that. But the answer to that, no, I don't think I was ready. Um, I, I was definitely a young boy. I, I um, look at 17 year olds now and think, Jesus, how how did I do that back then? Obviously, it's changed a lot now, and um, kids grow up um, a lot quicker and stuff. Yeah, being out of the game in 2009 and, and Brian Smith and the Roosters give you that lifeline. And then 2010, not only do you 
playing the grand final and are defeated by the Dragons. We'll talk about that in a sec. Your Dallium winner of the year, Dallium 5-8th of the year, Proven Summons medal voted by the fans. You play Four Nations Test versus New Zealand for Australia. It's a tremendous year for yourself. So in that 12 months, after sitting out from 2009 and spending some time with the Atherton Roosters, what changed? What what turned you into the player that you were in 2010? Well, there's no there's no hiding the fact. Uh, in 2000, at the start of 2010, um, I had an incident uh, over Christmas, and then when I got back to start a preseason after the Christmas break, um, uh, Smithy sat me down and said that I think that I should have a year off alcohol, um, and I'd done that, and I probably put it down to that the way I played. Um, the and then obviously to prove a point, I, I had that time off and. I was in tip-top shape. I was the lightest I've ever been, the fittest I've ever been going into a season. Um, and obviously, a fresh body. Mm. Um, and then obviously, a fresh mind with, without drinking. Um, and then obviously, at the back end of that year, I, I ended up touring, as you said, with the Australian team and uh, <laughs> got back on the wagon, as they say. Mm. Um, but it definitely, it did definitely reap re- its benefits. Um, and there's, you can't hide the fact of that. And, um, I look at that. Look at the comp now, and, and listen to Cam Munster speak, and 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 the way he's playing, and I just think back to the way I felt in 2010, and the, and the way the things he went through this year, at the end of last year, and to where he is now, it, it's uh, it's pretty similar, and it, it speaks speaks volumes too, and, and it, um, I guess it's 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 sometimes a, a kick in the gut that you need, but um, yeah, it's it, then it's another thing to stay away from it. Yeah, it's a good, honest assessment. Now, the off-field behaviour, is fair to say, cost you a lot. Not only money, but positions in the game. And, and as you keep saying, alcohol was probably a major contributing factor. Now, if you were being, if you were mentoring young NRL players today, would that be the message that you would get across to them in, in what you've just described about yourself? Yeah, yeah definitely, Sats. I think it's, um, I think it's something that, that we sort of not shy away from, but it's something that doesn't get spoken about probably enough. Um, Yes, we we all put it back to sometimes people say, well, it's underlying issues and stuff like that. But any time there's an incident, the common denominator in in all sports um, relates back to alcohol. Can you stop everyone drinking alcohol? No. Mm. But I think what it can do is that the kids that are coming through that are in school systems now in in the like the Kiva Parks, Palm Beach, if we can deliver a message about that it's not all about that. Yes, you get put in under the lights and, and, it's, and it's good why it's happening. But um, I think for me, as a 36-year-old now sitting back, still loving and watching and playing footy, um, they're, they're one thing that I'd like to turn around if I could um, turn back time with with the way I sort of went about my footy. And, and you look at the great players that, that go into greatness, um, probably didn't fall down in that area. They enjoyed it after a win or an off season and stuff like that, but didn't sort of um, take advantage of it, which which I know I did, um, and and I'm I'm confident to say that now I'm uh, under control in that area, and uh, it's it's a good message. I talk to kids about it now, and um, I guess some kids will listen and go, "Well, you're only saying it because what happened." And I say it because I genuinely care, and I think mm. that the message needs to be delivered as much as possible because um, it's only a short career it's, and it's probably getting shorter now for players with the way the game is and 
as we all know, it looks like a young man's game the way, way it's all going now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Toddy, a couple of texts here before we let you go. As a uh, Rooster man, as a, Roost, as a Rooster fan, he loved the way you played. Time too short in the NRL, but he's glad that you're happy. Super talent. Uh, here, here, no doubt at all about that. Walsh, has texted in. Who's the best player you played with and why? Uh, I got a couple, obviously. Um, when I was at Canberra, I, I started when Ruben, Ricky and that were there. Um, and just his presence at the club and, yep. and around the club and also what he'd done for me um, as to just to support me. Um, at Cronulla, it's definitely Gal. He's one person that um, when you're in a huddle before you go on the field and always made sure I'd try and get close to him so you could feel him grip oldier. Um, before you went out in the field and you knew that if he's in that circle you're a fair chance mm. of um, a win and then I had some great players um, at the Roosters obviously Mini um, Nate Miles Brace um, but definitely Pearson and I, I say that because he made my game better um, he he taught me so much about being in the halves and playing footy and obviously he's a great mate too so um, yeah definitely them, them, them guys yeah, great stuff. Now, you're captain coaching the Byron Bay Red Devils and Northern Rivers Comp. You're working for uh, disengaged teenagers on the Gold Coast as well, which is just great to hear that you're doing great off the field yeah. as well, Toddy. And we could talk to you all day. Uh, we've got a text here, what's your favourite tattoo and why? And there's too many on your body to even talk about. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Toddy Carney, thank you very much for joining us on Sports Day. It's, uh, it's been a good um, look back in time. Cheers. Thanks, Todd. Thanks for having me. Okay, better get to the breaks. That's well done. Good chat, isn't he, Toddy? And Sam's he's a nice guy. He's, he's well, he's matured a lot. He's yeah. a father now, and he he realizes that his career ended up the way it did. But I got to say, when he's when he was on, he was one of the most entertaining players in the game. You mean at the nightclubs or when no, you, on the on field. the field? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> champion. Good on him. Uh, this is Sports Day for the all electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. Cos I'm... TLT. I'm dynamite. TLT. And I'll win the fight. TLT. I'm a power load. TLT. Righto. TLT stands for Team List Tuesday. We're going to get stuck into this, tell you the ins and outs for your team. And we know it was only hours ago that... Uh, around seven of the NRL finished. We're into round eight, and it starts on Thursday night. Get behind uh, the New Zealand Warriors at their home, away from home this Saturday, of course. They take on the Raiders at Morton Daly Stadium, kick off at 3 p.m., get your tickets at Ticketmaster. We're going to look into that game as well as the uh, the other Queensland teams. Sats, um, Broncos, Sharks. This is a big test for Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium mm. Thursday night. We're going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. Brisbane uh, were very good against the Bulldogs, albeit... This Sharks is a much tougher, tougher team. Bulldog, uh, Broncos, same 17. Sharkies, as if they weren't good going well. Dale Nukin comes back. Oh, he's back in because they thought at he's one back. stage, yeah, he may be out for anywhere up to two to three weeks. Yep. So that's good news. Big news, good news for them. And uh, ominously as well, mm-hmm. on their reserves extended bench is Wade Graham, who could be back soon. Probably not this week, but back soon um, in the, uh, in the, from that ankle injury in the Sharks lineup. Uh, you're looking at the Titans and Panthers on Friday night now. As you'd anticipate, the Gold Coast Titans, they're playing Friday night, uh, 6 o'clock at Seabus Super Stadium. We'll be there for that one as well, up against the competition leaders. Disappointing last week, the Titans, as they have been pretty much for 2022. Uh, new look back line, AJ Brimson, he's 
gone back to fullback. Jermaine Asako has been dropped. Will Smith, who is coming off the bench, has gone to 5'8". Philip Sammy is coming back from a knee injury. He's back on the wing. Patrick Herbert returning to centre. David Fafita from centre to the forwards. And I pushed Kevin Proctor to uh, to the bench. And Mawika Fadawaka comes into the starting line. And Jared Wallace has been dropped. Uh, Panthers, they've kept the same 17. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Um, I'm looking now at the Warriors and Raiders, that game at Morton Daly Stadium at Redcliffe, uh, Saturday afternoon. And both of these sides, they faded badly. Warriors, mm. terrible late against the Storm. And the Raiders did a similar job. They were right in it against the Panthers at halftime. And uh, four Penrith tries made them uh, made the scoreline blow out. They lost by 30. So, as you'd expect, a few changes, especially for the Warriors. Uh, Dallin Martini's Lesniak, out with concussion. He was uh, a mess yesterday. Josh Curran has hurt his knee. Aaron Penney suspended. Edward Cozzi has been dropped. And the new faces are Rocco Berry and Viliama Vailia on the wings. Jack Murchie and Elisa Katoa on the bench. Bailey Sirin moves into the starting side. Uh, Adejan Arcee is uh, is he was at the Cowboys? At the, he's just moved. Good player, yeah. really good player. Five eighth halfback, and his plane has already landed in. Yep. All, no, that's right. They're still based <laughs> down the coast, so he could um, he could turn up somewhere. I'm not sure if he's is he on that extended bench. For he's him? on an extended bench. Yeah, that's, he is. Yeah, jersey number twenty one. Uh, for the Raiders, Elliot Whitehead, the skipper, comes back after he uh, he had a severe face. Laceration. That was ugly. That was horrible. What? Um, And Jared Croker named on their extended bench. He's still trying to get his first run of the year. Sats, Eels-Cowboys, Saturday night. Yeah, Eels-Cowboys. This is an interesting one. This is in Darwin. Uh, Parramatta takes some games to Darwin and have so for the last uh, few years. I remember the the image of Brad Arthur, outdoor coach's box. He had about 12 bottles of water in front of him. And as the game went through the 80 minutes, those water bottles just became empty empty to the point where there was hardly any left in front of him. Very humid in Darwin. And for Parramatta, um, unchanged after last week's big win over Newcastle, 39-2. And Dylan Brown again in the centres. And they've had to do that just due to injuries. Um, Cowboys, Toddy Payton, he's named the exact same 17 as well. There could be some late reshuffles uh, by the sounds. But Reuben Cotter, who was one of the best on field last week, um, May come in back into the starting side as well. Rightio. And just a reminder, those Warriors Raiders tickets, uh, 3 p.m. it is. You can get them at Ticketmaster. That's for Saturday afternoon. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 wheels car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 wheels car of the year. Right, I'll take it from here, Sats. The uh, the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly, of course. Just call 1-800-858-858 if you need to. Uh, Chris Nelson on the line. How are you, mate? I'm a bit of a mixed mixed bag on the weekend before we look forward to what's coming up this week. Yeah, you're right there, Batch. Uh, hi to you and Sats. Uh, good to be talking to you again. It's a big week. Uh, we kick off the, uh, the racing, or the Queensland Winter Racing Carnival this Saturday. But before we get to that, as you mentioned, we had a good day at Doombin last Saturday. We had three feature races. Race four was the uh, the Princess Stakes, one of the lead-ups towards the Oaks. Canadian Dancer was able to hold off Taranga. So that was a, a, a Quinella for the uh, the local stable, Steve O'Day and Matty Hoisted. So they managed to beat the locals there. Hopefully they can keep doing that throughout the carnival. Uh, race number seven was the Mick Dittman Plate. Now, we had a few late scratchings here and the track did deteriorate during the day. We got down to a heavy eight by this stage. 
uh, Rubiquitous was able to uh, win for Chris Anderson. That was a great result there. And, of course, the Tails was the other listed race, race number eight, where Cucaracha uh, won for Jimmy Norman and Chris mm. Waller training. So uh, Cucaracha looked to be well-placed. I thought when the wet weather came, it might just upset his chances a little bit, but he still managed to get in. So good work there from uh, Cucaracha. Jimmy Orman just continues to ride winners. Now, Chris, what? excuse my ignorance here, what's the um, protocols around Anzac Day meets? Was there any meets yesterday? Yes, we had uh, a meeting at Bow Desert yesterday, and that's a regular. Uh, every Anzac Day they have a meeting at Bow Desert, and they get a really good crowd on track, which was the case yesterday. Just the six races, but really competitive racing, and as I said, a good uh, good crowd on track, great atmosphere. Uh, and a wonderful day was had by all. The weather was a bit cooler than uh, we used to, but that's uh, getting that way this time of the year. Today's even cooler again, I think. What's, com- what's coming up this week, mate? And and, re- and I want to remind you too, the Winter Racing Carnival starts on Saturday. It's yep. April. Winter. April. Doesn't really add up, but <laughs> what's coming up? Well, it's got to start somewhere. We've got, <laughs> we've got uh, 10, 10 Carnival race days. We've got eight Group 1 races. The prize money, guys, is unbelievable. $21 million plus in uh, prize money. That's total prize money across the carnival. And we know we've got the big features, the Stradbroke, the Doombin 10,000, the Atkins, the Doombin Cup, yeah. the Oaks, the Derby. It goes on and on and on. I won't go through them all. So it all begins this week. We have the running of the Queensland Guineas for the three-year-olds and the Victory Stakes for the open-class sprinters where we'll get to see the return of Rothfire. And even this early out in the week, he looks uh, he looks the one to beat there. So a really good day. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to the next, oh, what? eight, nine weeks after that as well. But just before I go, guys, on a, on a sadder note, uh, and we want to send our best here to, to Montana Philpot, who's an apprentice jockey based at the Sunshine Coast. Now, she rode a winner there on Sunday, and then uh, later in the day, she, she had a bad fall uh, after the race. One of the horses landed on top of her, and she's got two broken collarbones, fractured rib, and a fractured pelvis, and she'll be in hospital Gee. for a week. Mm. So we're wishing her a speedy recovery because that sounds very, very painful. Yeah, Montana Philpot, right? Eh? We'll hope she gets well uh, pretty soon. Good on you, Chris. Thanks for uh, for joining us, and uh, and as always, uh, the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Catch you later in the week, mate. Thanks, guys. Now on Sports Day, time for the Kia Top 7. The biggest moments from the weekend in sport for the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. Not just rugby league, all AFL over the weekend. Of course, there was a big heavyweight world title fight at Wembley early Sunday morning Australian time. Got up and watched this at around 5 o'clock. Tyson Fury up against Dillian White. Pretty ordinary fight until about the last 10 seconds of the sixth round when Fury ended it. I've got to say also, I had a little bit of a bet on Tyson Fury to knock him out in between you, the rounds four to six. You were saying this last night. You had a couple of little... What? Gamble responsibly, everyone. But Scotty yeah. Sattler, he shout this week. So about 10 or 15 seconds ago at the end of the six, I said, oh, I'm going to miss out on this bet. No real big punches have been thrown. All of a sudden, Tyson Fury went crack and hit him with his uppercut and just knocked him out clean. You loved it. The ref just called it at 2 minutes 59 of the sixth round. So did your wallet. Nice little Bunsen burner <laughs> for Scotty Sattler. Yes, number six in the Kia Top 7, uh, Collingwood and Essendon at the G. 85,000 people. Collingwood 
got up and Jack Ginevan awarded the Anzac Day medal. Only the second teenager to do so. Wow. That is magnificent. The winner of the Anzac Day medal is Jack Ginevan of the Collingwood Football Club. Yeah, amazing scenes that yeah. game. Every year is, is Essendon and Collingwood. Um, he's, yeah, second teenager, like you said, Badge. Back in 2002, a 17-year-old, Mark McGough was the first. He was sitting in English class, like on the, on the Friday, about to play in the biggest game of anyone's career, only three or four days later. Yeah, goes on what? as a 17-year-old and wins it. Yeah. Uh, number five in the Kia Top 7, gutsy wing, a bruising ma- uh, match yesterday. Dragons win over the Roosters at the SCG. And Ben Hunt came up with a couple of really big plays. Yeah, it was a huge play because they're on the back foot. They're getting bashed by the Roosters, and yep. it was a big play that that someone had to come up with. And he was, and only moments later, that with a couple left, they went up the left side, the Roosters, and he was part of that uh, try saving yeah. uh, play for the Dragons. Uh, he deserved everything he got there, Benny Hunt. Uh, number four, this was probably the biggest hit of the round, Corey Horsburgh. There's not much else they did no. right in that second half against the Panthers. I, so I actually, thought, that was the first half. I thought the scoreline didn't reflect the effort from the Raiders. They were really good, the Raiders. They just, they just, it was like water torture from Panthers. Yep. And they just didn't They're have the class good. to stay there. Too good. Uh, number three, Kia Top 7. Very controversial. This one in the game, the Anzac Day clash yesterday at the SCG. Daniel Tupo, well, a good old fashioned coat hanger on Michaeli Ravalawa. Ravalawa down the sideline. Oh, oh and he's coat hanging by Tupo. Likely to go on report. It should have probably been Sinbin, and he's Absolutely. since been charged grade two careless. Well, Andrew Abdo said from where he sat, it should have been in the Sinbin. Yeah. Direct contact with the head. You just can't do it. Uh, and we saw another one with uh, Aaron Penne. That was bad. We? That was bad the Warriors from the Warriors. Against Melbourne, yeah. And he has been suspended. Number two in the Kia top seven, Nelson Asifa Solomona. He showed all the skills of a halfback uh, to kick for a Ryan Pappenhausen try. Smith is there. Side, so he comes back to the middle of the cheese, dumps it off for King. Now, as of a Solomon, puts up a kick, not a bad one. Oh, Pappenhausen comes down with it. Nelson, as of a Solomon, the front rower, puts up one of the bombs of the season. They just couldn't do anything wrong in the second half, could they, Badge? 54 points. Especially mm. when the front row is putting up a kick. What? Well, well placed kick as well, I might add. Uh, second week in a row. Is the Tigers. This time, it was the South Sydney Rabbitohs on Saturday night. What a finish it was. And it wasn't Jackson Hastings on this occasion. It was Luke Brooks. 22. He points to Brooks. It's Brooks. It's a field goal. It's Luke Brooks this time. And they are back-to-back winners, the West Tigers. And the pressure's right off them for another week. Uh, this is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Back soon, the last blast. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Yes, uh, last blast time for Repco. Navigating open roads to wrangling uncharted tracks for 100 years. Repco's been driven by passion. 
It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hey, Sats, uh, isn't Ben Simmons copping it? <laughs> Big time. He's uh, he, he moved to – he's sat out games, of course. and He's had a back injury. Is, and now he's had yeah. a back injury. Uh, uh, he's moved to Brooklyn. They're down three – last time I checked, unless that's happened uh, later this afternoon – uh, but Brooklyn, they're down 3-0. They must win this next game against Boston. They want him to play. I mean, and he said, no, I can't because my, my back's still crook. Um, I'm not a big fan of his because of some of the stuff he's done. And I'm not a big fan because a couple of weeks ago he was standing in the, sitting in the grandstand inside with sunglasses on. Oh, yeah. He's a bit of a knob. But yep. what's he going to do for them, really, with having not played for most of the year? How is he going to suddenly turn up and help them turn it around in the finals. Well, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't played a lot of matches. Um, and this back injury, of course, can be a little bit deliberating. So um, what, what's he going to do? Well, does he bring that star factor? Many believe, many who know the game better than I am, that he can nah, bring a star got, factor. They've got Kevin Durant and yeah, they Corey have. Irving. Yeah, absolutely they have. But yeah, it's great to have three of them as opposed to two. Uh, Maybe his presence on the court uh, it's, itself. Maybe he only plays... 15 or 16 minutes. He won't be playing anything. No. Um, you can tell us what you think about that too on the text line, 0457736736. And on this day, 1976, Sats, one of the all-time greats, in fact, uh, to be named later on an immortal, Changa Langlands announced his retirement after a club match between the Dragons and West. Uh, in, one of the greats. He was, absolutely. One of the greatest of all time. And champion bloke. Mm. 1999, uh, he and Wally were named as the, what, fifth and sixth That long ago, 99. Yeah, he was yeah. born in Wollongong in 41. He passed away just over four years ago, the great Changa. Uh, time for us to go. Uh, Repco, from navigating open roads to wrangling uncharted tracks for 100 years. Repco's been driven by passion. Sats, See catch you tomorrow night. See ya. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.